There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Wednesday, my friends. And of course, welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, we begin in the only place we could begin. Oh yeah, of course, the Champions League group stage matches where Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool beat FC Porto and Manchester City lost to PSG over in France. Both games, of course, are live on TalkSport. And if you're sitting there thinking, no, they weren't ghosting, you're a liar. Well, you're the liar. Because <clears throat> they were. Messi runs into the Manchester City half and he's taking on the four, moving towards the edge of the box, gets it back, left footed, drives it into the corner of the net, what a goal, what a way to score your first PSG goal for Lionel Messi. We cannot control them 90 minutes, this type of players, this huge talent that they have individually, you cannot be in control. The only way I know is two options, <laughs> defend 90 minutes deep and pray, and the second one is to take a ball and do your game and try to minimize when you have the ball, they cannot have the ball and try to create chances. And we create them so because it's not easy we create them we have to work a little bit more to create more as much possession as they had and they dominated territory no cutting edge and as I said I don't put it down to the lack of a centre forward I think I put it down to lack of consistency in the false number nine they can't seem to get any rhythm going and when you keep changing that number nine different players play it in, in different styles and different ways other players it, it takes time to adjust and if you change it every single week unless every player is absolutely superb on top form it's very very difficult to get going Man City now I know they got a great result against Chelsea the other day a great result but we all know they need to win the Champions League that is why Pep's there that's why they've you know spent 100 million pound on Grealish they've got to go that next step now and win the Champions League they ain't gonna win the Champions League without a striker it's no Messi from Mercy as he goads Guardiola once again Here's what you could have had, fella. He just has magic moments in the game where it does things nobody else can do. Yeah. I mean, it looks like the goalkeeper there looks like he could have done better. But because Messi's got no backlift, the shot's off. As he's running in his stride, the ball just seems to, like one of them bar football men, when the ball just comes out of your foot with no yeah. backlift. Yeah. They steal the show in the middle of Paris Fashion Week. Pep Guardiola's trendy fan for a force nine. Outfoxed the boys from the King's Road at the weekend but not the elegant Parisians. Liverpool have a fifth. Firmino has a second since coming on as a substitute. And once again, Liverpool score five in Porto. We had a, a, a tricky start because obviously Porto watched the Brentford game. Started pretty direct, 
we struggled a little bit in the beginning. That's the reason why we didn't make a lot of changes. That's because I wanted that we find the feedback on the pitch and sort the situation there. And that's what we did. From a specific moment on, we played really good football. We didn't use our big chances. We used to half chances to score, to be 2-0 up. But we had really uh, good football moments. We played really some good football and created, scored nice goals. But had even better chances, so it's all good for tonight. It was a fantastic workmanlike performance of a team that know what it's like to win in Europe on a regular basis. They picked the three points up from the first game, went to Porto knowing full well that a decent result here would put them certainly in the driving seat within the group. Their counter-attack football was sumptuous. Robertson driving down the left-hand side, creating overloads, was a, a permanent thorn in the side of Porto. Molly can slide in Salah, who's in bags of space in the area. 3-0. Another counter-attack from Liverpool. Another goal for Mo Salah. Right now, as we speak, who's better than him? Eight goals in eight games from right wing. He's not playing down the middle. I mean, just looks unstoppable. And right now, I mean, Messi scored a good goal tonight. It was his first goal, but who else would you say? Who well, else you, is better than him? Well, you, you right you. now. England 1966 World Cup winner Roger Hunt has sadly died, age 83. Liverpool say their record league goal scorer passed away at home following a long illness. Hunt scored three goals for Sir Alf Ramsey's team in 1966, playing in every single game. He won two top-flight titles with Liverpool and their first ever FA Cup in 1965. This is how we remembered the great man on Talksport. Beasley trying to get Hunt away, a real chance for Roger Hunt. Roger Hunt, one of the best finishes in the game. A human dynamo on the football field, quiet and modest off the pitch. Um, his next boast will be his first. Yes, a goal! He was one of the greats, you know, and to us all, he's always known as Sir Roger. No one ever called to anything else, Sir Roger. Back come England, and it's first to Hunt to his onside. And that's the second goal. Roger was my all-time hero. I mean, just unbelievable. I loved Roger Hunt. He was the shining light at Liverpool. Hunt, a goal. Great goal, a great goal by Hunt. For him to do what he did for England, for Liverpool, 66. What a wonderful player. And I did, I idolised him, I loved him. Bobby Moore comes up to receive the Jules Rimet trophy for England. I think really we're ready to for another World Cup win, aren't we? The mm. nation is desperate, really. I suppose it won't be, it'll still be unique because it was the first. There's so many players that have played through the years for Liverpool have got so much to thank that group of players for and the manager. Certainly he was at the forefront of that. You hear all the old stories, you see the old goals and it just brings a smile to your face and you think how special a footballer uh, Roger Hunt was. Threatening all the time, absolutely amazing player. But for me, he was one of the nicest pe persons I, I have ever met. Now, Manchester United manager Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has been speaking ahead of their Champions League clash with the mighty Villarreal. I have to say that in case we lose. This was his response when asked why he persists playing Fred and McTominay together in midfield. Or as I've actually called them now, no one's done this before, McFred. First of all, the, um, the stats for them two together, we've had many, many good results. Uh, the energy they give us, 
The way we broke up play against uh, Villa, I, th I think they're very, very instrumental uh, together in that respect. Energy and desire, and I really like to have the two of them. Uh, there's, there's two that I can uh, trust that will always, always give you what they've got on any team selection. When you've got good players like me, it's easy to say who should be playing. It's, it's harder just to uh, leave players out. Chelsea manager Titi Thomas Tuchel has been speaking ahead of their Champions League game against Juve tonight live on TalkSport. Tuchel said that the Turin Giants are still a top side despite the loss of Cristiano Ronaldo. You can win games and you can be a strong team without Cristiano Ronaldo. This, this, uh, this is also a truth. And, and they are. They have a lot of experience. They have a lot of talent. They have a deep squad. They have a very experienced coach. And it's a, it's a very proud club that is used to winning and has this uh, certain mentality shaped by winning and shaped by the demand of winning. So you go there to Italy. It's my first time to play Juventus in a, in a competition. We face hard competitors and, and this is what we like because uh, we also uh, are up for tough challenges and, and uh, we look to constantly get better and, and this will make us a, a better team, this challenge, and, and we're looking forward to it because it's a, it's a very nice uh, game and against a very tough opponent. On now to Spurs and one of their former strikers, Darren Bent, talking Harry Kane. But we start with Jason Cundy on my show, Andy Goldstein's Drive Time, saying he'd take Mikel Antonio over the England captain. <gasps> This I've got to hear. You did hear it. It was on your show. <clears throat> oh, yeah, I did hear it. Good point. What you're saying is you'd rather have Antonio over Kane? Without question. That's not even up for debate right now. What? That's Antonio right now over Kane. It's not even up for debate, that question. What is are you that talking about? Argument? You wouldn't pick Antonio over Harry Kane. Right, okay. Right now, right now. If there's a game tonight, Chelsea are playing no, tonight. I'll tell, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. Chelsea are playing. They're playing tomorrow night against right, Juve, right. right? If Lukaku can't play, mm -hmm. you gave me the choice of Kane and Antonio tomorrow night to yeah. put on that blue shirt. Yeah. I'm not going Harry Kane. I'm going Antonio. He's looking like, to me, someone at the end of last season thought 100% that he was gone. So in his mind, he's thinking, right, I'm not coming back to Spurs. I'm going to Manchester City. It's just about kind of getting the, the deal yeah. done. And now it's not happened. Mm -hmm. He just looks like, how does he kind of get out of this right in terms of... Because even the way he's kind of sometimes moping about the pitch... He's a little bit subdued and it's not like Harry Kane. I mean, obviously the first half where he made the mistake. At least he tried to get back and try and avenge that mistake. On now to boxing. This is Alexander Usyk's promoter, Alex Krusek. His promoter confirming that the rematch between Usyk and Anthony and Joshua is likely to be set for February or March next year. Notice I said next year rather than this year because you'll be thinking, well, how do they get a time machine? That's going to be tough. We have the rematch clause in the contract and uh, we did deal with the contract for a long time because uh, we were like signing two boats in one uh, in one paper. It means that uh, the contract, all the details about the rematch were discussed uh, during the first fight contract. And no, Immediately after the result was announced at the ring, AJ came up and said that we'll see each other again on the rematch. So it means that he wants to activate the rematch clause immediately. We have the time limit for the rematch, so most likely it's going to be activated within the uh, next six months, which uh, equals probably February, March next year. 
Now, the England cricket captain, Joe Rooty Root, has been speaking after being named the Professional Cricketers Association, or the PCA, as my producer could have written down, Player of the Year. As expected, a lot of the talk was about the upcoming Ashes series in Austria. Oh, paper's upside down. Australia. And Root admitted that he wouldn't commit going down under until he gets more information about the tour conditions this winter. It's so hard to make a definite decision until you know, but that's why it's so important that we get all of the information. And as I mentioned, I'd be desperate to be a part of an Ashes series. I always am. It's it's that one series as an England player that you want to be involved in. And you know, that'll never change. Of course, desperate to, to go for the group. We've all got to find out where what, what the position is and, and then um, make a decision off the back of that. But that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I don't really care, honestly. It's nothing to do with me. One thing I do care about is that you press that subscribe button. So go do that now. Well, in a minute. Wait till I finish. A reminder that Juve, come on the Juve, are playing Chelsea tonight in the Champions League, presented by Adrian Durham, including updates from the mighty Manchester United up against the big old Villarreal in case they win. I'm back on TalkSport today on my show, Andy Goldstein's Drive, alongside QPR's super Charlie Austin from 4pm. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts out first in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it, or I'll come round and get you. Anyway, until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day, and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.